Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sans Pants Radio. I'm not asking. I'm telling. Did you miss the Plumbing Boys play slash ruin D&D live but still want to watch three handsome idiots bumble their way through dwarven porno caves and gross fish people? Well, you still can! The complete four-part series is available on demand over at sospresents.com or click the link in the show notes. Or, better yet, check out sanspantsradio.com and check out Banner. You can also grab the same wild magic table that we use for that campaign. Once again, that's sanspantsradio.com. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 24 of Zombie Plagued Chult. Later on, that you... As your scales slowly become skin instead. Am I Snake Man now? Eventually it finishes, yes. Right, as soon as it finishes, I vomit. How would you two like to earn some gold? They look at each other and look back at you. You could be persuaded for something else. Right, come over to the Chewinger. The Chewinger hands you a feather and a thorn bush. The Chewinger turns around and walks away. I call it back. It stops. I give it back the thorn bush. It shakes its head. The Broodguard do not question you. You want to hop onto the boats? Yep. Yep. All right. All of you climb into the boats. The doppelganger killed them and has assumed their form. Uh, They probably wouldn't keep them in a locked room. You know what they might keep in a locked room, though? If you say artifacts... I was going to say, our friend Flask of Wine. A very handsome-looking Cholton male approaches the portcullis. Having infiltrated Raznesi's compound, you're looking for the red wizard spy, Ishmakol. Um, so we've asked for Ishmakol. And he's come. He looks panicked. He looks a bit stressed. I haven't noticed that he's stressed, though. Mm. So you'd keep talking. How are you going? What? Ah, uh, uh, well, I am fine. Why is this meeting? I just wonder if you remember that. Uh, uh, oh, sorry, I was I was thinking of someone else. You look like my friend Valindra. And I look right. very pointedly at him. Yeah, look, you butcher this. You do a very poor job. Was of- this a skill? Yes. Can I re-roll it? You absolutely can. Thank you. <laughs> All right. You do a marginally better job. <laughs> Tiffany, you wince when you hear him trying to explain himself. Because I, I didn't notice there was panic. If the brood guards were listening, they would not be, need to be very clever to kind of understand that 
secret information was being imparted. Thankfully, either the brood guards aren't listening or you're wrong about how smart they are. <laughs> either God. way, the effect is the same. And the doppelganger, his eyes widen slightly and then narrow in recognition. What is this one's plans? This is about it. How do I... How did you come with us somehow? You is... I will escape this myself. You must collect the puzzle cubes. Yes. Where the fuck are the puzzle cubes? <laughs> well, uh, first off, the doppelganger knows the entire layout of this place. So now you can assume to know the map. Wonderful. Ooh. Yeah. What are these little? What are these little? Uh, what are these little little teleporter bits? These little fucking team rocket hideout spinny globes. Are you talking about the one in the harem right now? Yeah, but also the one behind yeah. the snakeheads. The doppelganger explains. This is part of a teleporter system. Oh my god! It's like being in Team Rocket. It's like being in Team Rocket. There is a magical means to activate them, but I do not know it. Rasnazi's uh, lair is the top rightmost, or his throne room is the top rightmost room. Rasnazi sits there during the days. Somewhere about that room is a secret, his secret lair, and is where he keeps the puzzles cubes. That's annoying. Uh, he continues to explain. The northern rooms are inhabited by Rasnazi's second in command, Fen Zaha. Am I getting that name right? Hissy Hissy Jordan. <laughs> Fen Zaha Za. Fen Zaha Za. Can't wait to meet him and deliberately get his name Her. wrong. She is the nightmare speaker, an oracle of sorts. She and Rasnazi run this place. That is her domain. And it is where the sacrifices happen. Sacrifices. Sacrifices. Living creatures. One of the rooms <laughs> there is like a prison. A prison where... Like a tabaxi of, might be kept, Adam. Yeah, where a tabaxi might be kept. And also mm. where people who are to be sacrificed for the blood pools are kept. Well, perhaps a trip there would be wise before we head to the puzzle cubes that cannot be killed. That's a good idea. Then it is decided. Are you going to come and help us or are you going to break out later? The doppelganger considers you. Mm. (laughs) It doesn't, doesn't look good for our heroes. Both of you can tell... This doppelganger doesn't seem... It doesn't want to come with you, not because it doesn't want to get free. It probably might not have a plan to get out, but it doesn't. It obviously doesn't want to come with you because it doesn't seem to trust you. You can see that it's, it's very... <laughs> it doesn't trust your ability to survive. You actually feel like you can't trust this doppelganger anymore. Look, that's fair, honestly. Mm. I don't question that. That's no. fair enough. That is fact. Yeah. We're not trustworthy. We don't know what'll happen. You can't trust us. Cool. Well, I guess then we will leave. Where are you going? Well, okay. I think we should. You want to collect? We want to try and collect flask wine first. So we should probably go west to go north. 
And then snake, double back. Snake back around. Then loop back around and... um. You could try to sneak in via the teleporter even. There's a teleporter in that prison. Hey, we could do... <sighs> we'll try that, yeah. But yeah, first we'll sneak around. So you climb up, walking past the gong, and enter what the doppelgangers told you is the Hall of War. Four pillars carved with serpent reliefs support the 20-foot-high ceiling of this large room, in the middle of which is an 18-foot-high statue of a coiled cobra facing north. Torches with green flames flicker on the walls, and the air reeks of dung. Two wagons are parked in one corner, and a triceratops is confined to a metal pen in another. To the west are a pair of dark alcoves, and to the south is a wide pillared hall. You can see there is a Yaunty Pure Blood and four Yaunty Broodguard. You can see in the western alcoves, there are two basilisks chained to hooks. Basilisks, if they stare at you, turn you to stone. Yeah, yeah, I have an eye of one in my head yes. sometimes. Oh, right, of course. Mm. The eye does nothing. It just looks good. It just looks good. The Yaunty Pure Blood is kind of like... Mm, ordering the brood guard around. You can see that there's no obvious actual work to be done. He seems to just enjoy doing it. He's doing it while eating from a bag of some sort of unpleasant looking food. The Yonti pure blood looks at you as you walk through, but doesn't say anything. No, we got prisoners with us. Yeah. Also, didn't you say we're above pure bloods in the ranking? Yeah. No talking to them then. Let's just march on through, not make eye contact with that basilisk. Go north. Basilisks. Oh, no. More than two. You walk northwards, passing by the main gate. A wide passage slopes down to a set of bronze doors, which you see the other side of. Coiled serpents decorate the metal with a sliding hatch at head height. Four inch wide holes pierce the base of each door. You start walking down a corridor to the east. You pass a stone door on your left-hand side. You know that past that door is Fensaha's quarters. I think we're good. good I think we're good. I think we're absolutely good. We already have had a lot of close calls and have managed to get through mm, pretty fine, so I'm not not willing to take any risks. No, I don't think uh, risking any type of call is worth it. No, correct. (laughs) You enter the sacrificial chamber. A blood-stained altar stands in the middle of this room. It has shackles bolted to its top and niches carved into its sides. Housed in each niche is a human skull. Grooves run down the altar to gutters on the floor, Uh. allowing spilled blood to drain into the walls. Clay urns overflow with wet bones and gore. Adam, this entire thing is disgusting. That's real bad. I feel unwell. Hey, did uh, did all my tells what was what is in that uh, what's in that really North cool room? room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The auntie simply refer to it as the Oracle. Huh. Okay, well we're gonna have to bust in there. We'll do it. We'll do it on the way back. We we'll do it on the way there before we get to the prison and use the teleporter. Well, actually, you can see into the prison not very well, but there's a portcullis that separates you from the prison, mm-hmm. and there's a, a stone door that separates you from the Oracle. Um, should we just try the should we just try the stone door? This room that you're in right now has four Yaunty brood guard. Oh. One stand in each corner. They don't do or say anything, they just stand there motionless. I I'm just gonna start well, we obviously can't talk about it because they're all here. I'm going to start walking toward the prison and 
because we've got a prisoner. I mean, it makes sense for us to go in there and shove a prisoner in. So if we go in there and out of prying eyes, then we can talk strat and get all of these prisoners to fight with us. Absolutely. Also, Adam, mm. can I can Vaughn can Vaughn write things in the ground with his hand? You could probably get Vaughn to write something. Cool, 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 cool. You cool, wouldn't cool. be able to get a message back. No, that's that. That's fine. Um, while you're walking that way, I'm just going to do a little bit of a. The message I want relayed is that basically uh, found RN location and PB location. RN being? Razna Z. Uh, and PB? Puzzle box. Uh, and puzzle then cube. PC location. Oh, the PC police coming in, I see. Yeah, political correctness. Oh, Adam's is political correctness. Cool, man. Uh, and Living in a nanny state. Finally, just just at the end of it, the last thing I said was distraction question mark. In, anything else? No, that's it. That's all I said. In in the sacrificial chamber here, like with the last portcullis you saw, there is a brass lever for the iron portcullis that you can raise. I will confidently pull the lever. Tick, 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 tick. Muffled sobs and moans rise from four pits with circular iron grates covering them. A chain hooked to each grate stretches over a pulley bolted to the ceiling and coils around an iron winch set into a nearby wall. Iron manacles dangle from hooks on the south wall. To the north, a faintly glowing stone disc covers the floor of an otherwise empty alcove. And carved into the top of the disc is a serpentine symbol. That's the teleporter. Cool, 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 cool. Is there anyone in the prison besides prisoners? No, you can just look into the pits and see prisoners. Can we see Flask? Yep. In one of the four pits, you see Flask of Wine sitting there with a grumpy expression, one big bruised eye, and his hands, his arms are crossed over. Oh, he's alive, Adam. He, he's thriving. <laughs> <laughs> if you look down into the pit, he looks up at you, and uh, I don't think any of you know the tabaxi language. No. That's so upsetting because Flask can understand us when we're speaking in well, it's just rudeness on your part, isn't it? What does he say, Adam? He looks up at you and he says, the worst insult that there is in tabaxi, I hope your story ends without a meal. <laughs> nah, that Okay, <clears throat> I know he doesn't think it's us. I am a bit hurt, but I know he doesn't think it's us. But it still hurts a bit. I crouch down real low to his grate so that it's just like I'm like in his face. Mm-hmm. And in Infernal, I say... Hey, what are you so upset about, huh? It's me. You sound real mean, huh? It's real rude of you to talk to your friends that way, huh? He's got a really, like, quizzical expression for a second, and then slowly it dawns on him who he's talking to. I duck down as well. Hey, we gotta get you out of here, fix you up with a big rumor soft. Hmm. I love you. <laughs> I could use a rumor soft. <laughs> <laughs> chink, 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 chink. All of you turn around to see a truly fearsome-looking creature before you. The man is a yaunty pure blood, but presumably before he was changed, he was quite the mountain of a creature. He has muscles rippling upon themselves. 
He wears no armor, but you can see that his skin has scales flecked all over it that look as hard as any steel. And behind him are quite a few Yaunti. Distantly, you can hear a gong being rung. It is a pleasure to meet you. I am so sorry, but your co-conspirators have ratted you out. How fucking dare you speak to me, you piece of shit, pure blood. If you were truly someone who lived here, you would know that you cannot speak to me like that. If you were truly someone to be feared, we would know that from looking at you. <laughs> Your options are thus surrender now or perish. They, they know we're not. They know. Oh, yeah. They, yeah the jig yeah. is up. Um, you are fairly certain that that fucking doppelganger ratted you out. I'm going to say option C. Agonizer Scorcher. <laughs> oh, who would you like to act with? Uh... <laughs> Ah, uh, not dragon bait. Dragon bait. All right, <laughs> Tiffany. Artist. Do we still look like snakes? Yeah, <laughs> it's so sick. All right, Pop. It's your turn. Uh, so what is happening? <laughs> so there's that giant mountain of a yaunty man. Is he in the doorway? Yeah, he's standing in the doorway. You can see more yaunty behind him, mostly brood guards. Wait, did my attack work? Uh, we're going to initiative. You begin casting a spell, and then the fight breaks out. Oh. You can't get the drop on them. They're expecting a spell. Oh. Uh, can I start letting prisoners out? You can start, yeah. You can see there are winches on the walls that you can use to open up the, open up the pits. Well, I want to open Flask's pit up first. All right. They have nothing on them, do they? Yeah, they're all unequipped completely. What about the bones of other prisoners? They keep the pits clean. There oh, are yeah. no other prisoners in no, there. The, we, we did, the bones we were, are in the other room. We were specifically told where the bones were. That They're was very. Urns. That was oh. silly on my part. I apologize. Fleshy, fleshy urns. I was told where the gore could be found. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You are open artist. Not artist number. Sorry. You open flask, flask of, of wine's pit. There are two other. No, there are three other prisoners in there with him. One of them is just a child. He's young, like ten. I put him back in the pit. <laughs> There's a, Back a you go. In with flask of wine is also a yaunty pure blood who is rocking backwards and forwards and muttering to themselves. And finally, a adult female human. Hey, girl, name's Pot Mandarin. I'm breaking you out of here. They will have their turn trying to climb out in a moment. Great. Then- Dragon bait. Fuck that big fuck up. <laughs> Dragon bait misses and hits. The Yaunty Pure Blood puts a hand on Dragon Bait's shoulder and says, Step back. You feel the word is laced with magical energy. Uh-oh. Dragon Bait lowers his sword and you can see he struggles against it, but he takes a step backwards. The Yaunty enter the room. Put them in the holes! Easy. <laughs> Only one of the holes is open right now. We'll open the holes. Adam, this isn't a one-step plan. Pop. Miss. Critical hit. Miss. Was that someone hitting me? Yeah. Are you absolutely sure, Adam? It wasn't Very just miss. Hit. Normal hit. Miss. <laughs> I guess it is. <laughs> you take 
Four points of damage as a Yaunty Broodguard slashes at you. Then a Yaunty Broodguard slashes at you, Tiffany. How many? Oh, Tiffany. That's no good. Hit, hit, hit. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, we're right. in such a small room. Tiffany, you take 15 points of damage. A Broodguard attacks Artist Simber, a Broodguard attacks Dragonbait, and a Broodguard attacks each of your Tabaxi companions. Oh, I forgot they were there. Oh, dear. Artist Simber comes off pretty lightly. He doesn't get hit once. And a critical miss on Dragonbait and a hit on Dragonbait. Ow, ow, ow. Make a DC 12 constitution saving throw. On a failed save, you are unable to attack with this body part for one minute. Uh-oh. It fails the constitution saving throw. It cannot bite for a minute. Ha-ha! Sucked in. It tries to Literally. bite down on Dragonbait just as he gets control of his body back. He uppercuts the brood guard's jaw. I love that boy so much. Pop, an arrow from a bow fired through the doorway strikes you. Fuck off. <laughs> you take eight points of piercing damage and seven points of... Poison damage. Mm, rude. An arrow also whizzes past you, Tiffany. Then, Tiffany, it's your turn. I'd like to do Earth Tremor on as many of the bad boys as I can. Mm. Except for Pop, because he's my friend. <laughs> One of the brood guard <laughs> takes three points of damage and topples over. Good. Tiffany, you slam your foot down on the ground and you feel the earth tremble beneath you. Do I feel the earth move? move. Under, under my your feet. feet. What do you want artists to do? Ice them. All right. That's a broad. <laughs> Can he freeze them in? What? Like, what? what? Is, is there still some outside? Oh, yeah. There's a lot. Can there's we... a lot of them. Uh, yes, you can. Artist Simber creates a wall of ice five feet across that fills the hole and goes straight down into the sacrificial chamber. Good. Oh, and we can probably stop smelling that blood a lot as well. Then it's the tabaxi's turn. First off, Flask of Wine climbs out of the pit and standing up next to, we'll say Tiffany and the Broodguard fighting you, Flask of Wine looks at the Broodguard and says, this is, this is for, I don't know, being a strange snake creature. Uh, bless his little cat heart. He cat. claws at the creature, striking it twice. Then it is... Oh, and the other two tabaxi. Well, they're unarmed and tied up. They spend their turns trying to get free. One of the tabaxi will say... Uh, 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 <gasps> Rickety Wood? <laughs> Rickety Wood. That is no one's name. Wooded Lantern gets himself free, but Copper Bell remains bound. Pop and Dragon Vape. There are six brood guard plus the Yaunty Pure Blood. Can I let more prisoners out? Yeah, you can if you want. Ah, it seems pointless. I need to fight the big boy. All right. What do you do to fight the big boy? You just um, attack him a bunch? I'm going to Zephyr Strike. Mm-hmm. Oh, what I'm also going to do is just before I attack the big boy, I'm going to be like, hey, Vaughn, everything's fucked. <laughs> I just say that out loud. And then I attack the big boy going for, has he got a big belly, Adam? No. He's got a toit belly. He's fit. It's scary how fit he is. Yeah. Go for his scrotum. <laughs> All right. First attack. Scrotes my goat. Miss. Second attack. Miss. Third attack. Critical miss. Ah, uh, boy. What would you like Dragon Bait to do? Also fight. 
the champion specifically? Yeah. You attack the champion from one side while Dragon Bait attacks from the other. You slash, hack, slash, hack, slash, hack. But every time you do so, the champion with one free hand just bats your attacks away, literally catching your hammer sometimes and turning it. Dragon Bait does the same on the other side, and the Yonti Pure Blood champion just bats his greatsword away with his own greatsword. Well, you're a bit more of a fuck than I thought. And then it's the Yonti's turn. Each of you tussles with a Blood Guard. Pop, you take six points of damage, and... When the Yaunty Broodguard tries to slash at you a second time, cramp! Take a d4, <laughs> negative three to its next attack roll. Have I noticed it's got cramp, Adam? Yes. Someone forgot to do their stretches before a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany, you take five points of damage, Tiffany. Oh. Both of you get glancing blows as the Broodguard close in at you. One of the Broodguard launches itself at Copper Bell, lands on her, knocking her over, and then starts tearing into her. Copper Bell is shredded to chunks. Is she dead? You don't know, but it doesn't look good. I mean, I've been chunks. Wooded Lantern needs to start backing up, but then the Broodguard goes underneath, they're both using claws. The Broodguard goes underneath Hooded Lantern's guard, slashes at his belly opening it up, and then when Hooded Lantern leans over to cry out in pain, the Broodguard twists its head upwards, locks its jaws around Hooded Lantern's neck, and then jerks. You hear a snapping sound, and Hooded Lantern's body goes limp. I think Hooded Lantern is dead, Cass. Arda Simber, with a dagger, manages to stab it in the heart of one of the Broodguard, preventing it from lunging forwards, and he forces it backwards. Dragon Bait gets knocked backwards by the champion when he tried to attack, and that creates an opening that allows the Broodguard to get two critical hits on him. Adam, Ah. I hate everything, but mostly this. This is pretty bad. Nick Dardry, make a DC 18 constitution saving throw, which he fails. On a failed save, take a D10 damage at the start of your turn for a D10 rounds. If maximum damage is rolled, this effect continues for additional D8 rounds. Fucking hell. So for the next five rounds, he's going to take a D10 damage at the start of each of his turns. Jeez Louise. Uh... Cass. Yes. This is no good. Oh, yes. We're in a dungeon. Yes. Hopelessly outmatched. Yes. Uh, Sliced tendon. His speed is halved for six rounds. So um, that's no good. Pop. Yes. The champion attacks you. Hit, hit, hit. Uh, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Take 60 points of damage, Pop. <gasps> Are you fucking kidding? 60. Adam. 60. Should we have surrendered? I'm below half from one hit from yeah, by a my one count, man. you're on 15 hit points. Tiffany and Artis Simber, it's your turn. Um, okay, what is the biggest thing that Artis can do to the most amount of people? Um, he can do Artiluk's Freezing Sphere. So that would be a area of 60 feet. Oh, yeah, that's too big, unfortunately. He has Bigby's hand might be able to. I think that can only really hurt a target, though. 
You could do Cone of Cold, which he could at least direct. If he does Cone of Cold at the Biggin. There's no way of hitting the Biggin without hitting Dragon Bait and Pop. They're all tangled together. He could hit two Broodguard. Um, and how many Broodguard are there? There are six. Look, take out two Broodguard with the Cone. The two Broodguard both fail as... Artisimbra levels his hand, and from his ring, bursts of cold, magical energy bathe both of them. Both of them take 39 points of damage. Good. One of the broodguard topples over and shatters, dead. The other one still stands, but is, after being buffeted by that much cold energy, doesn't look like he's going to be standing for much longer. Then, oh, Tiffany, you can still act as well. I would like to Tiffany, use- the one that was next to you has been killed. That's good to know. I would like to use my So the the one who's still standing mm-hmm. looks like they're dying or need a little help. They need a little help. I would love to shank that guy. You attack. You hit. Hey! You help that brood guard off into the long good night. Suffering, you jerks! Flask of Wine launches himself at the champion, landing on the champion's back. The champion bellows in pain as Flask of Wine tears into his back. Critical hit. Follow up. Maximum damage, and you may make another attack with advantage against the same target. He deals 21 points of damage. Back to the top. Pop and Dragon Bait. Uh, Dragon Bait takes seven points of damage. Dragonbait has blood pouring down his front, into his eyes and into his mouth. Every time he takes a ragged breath out, you can see blood bubbles forming at the edges of his mouth. Well, that is very upsetting. That is not nice. I have seen nicer things in my time. There is a weird disconnect for Pop, because on one hand, it's his friend Dragonbait, but on the other hand, it looks like a snake dying, so that's good. <laughs> um, can I kill wounds on Dragonbait? You sure can. That won't fix this uh, damage, though. What would? Nothing. It just needs to play its course. Ooh. Still help him. Uh, yeah, but, like, also... Because he's dying without it anyway. Dragonbait shakes his head. He wants to keep going. Oh, Well, then in that case, Adam, I turn around to the big man mm-hmm. and I Zephyr strike the shit out of him. All right, you don't need to cast it this time because you have it from Because it's still there. Time. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit, hit. Critical miss. That's okay. I hit twice. I'll take the hit because I want to deal maximum damage on this attack. All right. The first one will deal maximum damage. The second one deals minimum damage. Joke's on Adam, though, guys, because I don't know if you heard, but earlier I also got a critical miss and Adam didn't draw a card, so. Did you just joke on yourself? I just dunked on Adam. (laughs) (laughs) So technically I've had. No, he's waving. He Technically, I've had I've had two critical misses, but I'm only getting one because laws of the DM would state that that turn has already passed, Cass. Uh, no, you no. Oh my God, when will you learn? He makes the laws. Oh no! Your first slash cuts open the champion's belly, and you can't. His muscles are so strong that it kind of just closes the wound up on its own. That's cartoon. He tenses his abs so bad that they heal him. You hammer him in the leg, and you can see, you feel a bone maybe break, but it's probably a hairline fracture. And then, footsie, your wild swing causes your weapon to strike you in the foot, dealing maximum damage. Uh. If the weapon you're wielding deals bludgeoning damage, your speed is also reduced by 10 feet. Thankfully, it's the sickle, 
not the other one. And so your speed is not reduced by fucking it down to 10 feet. It's good, Adam. You're on six hit points. Oh, good. It's their turn. Oh. A brood guard attacks you from behind. Pop. No. No. Miss. No. Yes. Miss. Yes. Hit. No. Oh, no. What's gonna happen? Oh, so fucking lucky. You take three points of damage. Oh. Hey, how much health am I on, Adam? Three. Oh, my God. Please heal yourself. Cass. Jeez Louise. Stacks. A brood guard attacks you, Tiffany. Oh, no. Hit, hit, hit. No, no, no. You take 17 points of damage, Tiffany, as a brood guard launches at you and starts tearing into your back. Then a brood guard attacks Ardus. Critical hit, miss, miss. Terrifying slash double damage and make a DC 12 wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, you become frightened of your attacker. Ardus fails the saving throw. Nice. He is frightened as the effect of his attacker. You see Ardus Simber start backing up. Ardus Simber is quite clearly very terrified of the situation. Ardus Simber starts babbling a little bit. Dragonbait uh, gets attacked by a brood guard. Oh, uh, dear. Dragonbait gets slashed. He does a valiant job trying to fight off the champion and the brood guard, uh. but the brood guard gets a cut in and deals four points of damage. I feel like, Cass, that we may have walked into a trap. We definitely weren't smart. No. The champion sucks in air, and you can see that he's getting a second wind. He regains 20 hit points. What? He attacks you, Pop. And now, a word from our sponsors. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Also, hey, did you know there's an insane amount of old and unknown and weird and fucked cartoons that you do not know about? I know! Our friend Mia is one of the funniest people I know, and she has a lot to teach you in her hilarious show, Cynical Cartoons. Go to sanspantsradio.com and search Cynical Cartoons to find your new purpose in life. He misses. Good. He attacks a second time. Oh. Oh, critical miss. 
Oh my god. <sighs> Thank god. On the rebound, your weapon bounces off your target and strikes you in the face. You have disadvantage <laughs> on your next attack. Cop that, you big fuck. He takes 20 points of damage as his sword bounces off your... You turn around to, to show your back to him, expecting your shell to protect you. And as he swings, you're like, wait, I don't have a shell. Then... <laughs> <laughs> Right before the sword connects, you feel an awful rippling sensation through all your flesh pop. What the fuck? Your body pops and changes. Your bones rearrange and your skin morphs. And you feel yourself regrowing your shell. The sword bounces off the shell and smacks the Yonti in the face. Tiffany, you feel the same thing. And you see Artis and Dragonbait revert to their original forms. And ah. Pop, of course. Pop doesn't revert. He just grows a shell. No. <laughs> I'm pretty snaky already. You all revert to your original forms. Oh, His yeah. final attack is at dragon bait instead. <laughs> I tried to heal him, Cass, and he said no. Well, and by he, I mean Adam, and I shouldn't have listened. Dragon bait parries the blow. Tiffany, it's your and Artist's turn. Can Artist use his cone again? He can, but he can only hit one enemy. He can cone an enemy. One of the brood god gets buffeted in cold energy and takes 29 points of damage. Then, Tiffany, what would you like to do? He doesn't die. No. Oh, fooey! Well, I think I would like to green flame blade once more. All right. This time... Is the champion closest? Champion is not the closest. No, there are four other brood god in this room right well, now. Well, I think I'll attack a brood god. <laughs> All right, you're still unfortunately not next to an ally, so you can't benefit from that. But you nonetheless deal 14 points of damage. You stab the broodguard in the belly, and it looks up at you and hisses, Why? What? All right, that was your turn, Tiffany. It's it's Flask of Wine's turn. You're being needlessly cruel in this fight, Adam. (laughs) Tiffany, the broodguard launches at you to try and attack you. But when it does so, you see someone wrap itself around the broodguard from behind. Rolling around, you see Copper Bell is on the back of the broodguard. She's alive! Ah, Chunk's reformed! The chunkiest cat. Hey, baby, you a soup in a can that's a bit cold and gelatinous because those chunks are stuck together. She seems very worse for wear, functionally on one hit point, having (laughs) rolled a 20 on saving throws. She tears at the broodguard's throat, tearing it out completely. The broodguard collapses forwards, dead, and she hisses at it, my cubs could do better than you. Oh my god, she's a mum? Yeah, she has three kittens, didn't you know? We love a working mum. The blanket that she wears used to be her cubs. All right. Oh my God! Yeah. Come on! I'm so sorry. I'm so. We've met so many beautiful cat people. It's really hard to keep up with everything I love about them, Adam. Where are your babies? But she's old. She's. Where are Tom's babies? Vaughn has them. I could have left them with Vaughn. Yeah, sure. Okay. I, I wasn't going to take the fucking Camerdan pups here, kids. Would they have helped in the fight? No, they're too young. <laughs> they're they're babies. It's like getting a toddler being like, go on, hey, son, go hey. forth and shank. Flask of Wine deals another nine points of damage to the champion, raking across its chest. Pop and Dragon Mate, it's your turn. Adam. Yes. How tall is the champion? Maybe a foot taller than you. 
Could I? Uh, could I? Could like, you? Could you? Could you? Could attack you? him in the mouth and the throat. You could try. You'd have to strike upwards. Yeah, why, cool. Why do you want to do that? What I would like to do is take my immovable rod, click it, and ram it down his throat at the same time. At the same time? Basically, I want to choke him with a rod that he can't pull out. All right. So, I would make this. You wouldn't be making an attack roll. You'd be making a skill check versus his skill check. Yep, cool. What's the skill? Being uh, athletics. Being fucking sick. (laughs) He rolled pretty well, but so did he. You got 23, but he got 26. Oh, damn. You grab the immovable rod and try to grab at his mouth to ram it into his mouth. But when he does, when you do so, he punches you in the side and you feel your collarbone break. Fuck you. I just want to be angry at this man and say, just so you know, if you kill me, I will find your dead mother and piss on her head. You're uh, so much. you're very <laughs> you're very lippy for someone on three hit points. <laughs> a brood guard attacks Tiffany. Miss hit miss. You're trying to push it off, but it still gets a little nick underneath your guard, and you take three points of damage. How often can I use uncanny dodge? Oh, use your reaction. So once a turn. So I can just do that every turn. Yep, as your reaction. So I can do that now? Sure. I, I would like to do that now. I wish I did it uh, 40 hit points ago. Hey, Cass, remember where for half a campaign you forgot that you were a rogue? Yeah, and I had to write. Oh. <laughs> What's written at the top? Come on, tell us your remember, remembery <laughs> notes, your mnemonic devices. Okay, so my notes up here are sneak. Yep. To remember that I was mm-hmm. a rogue. Double heal because of the periaptive wound closure. I can heal twice. Mm-hmm. And, again, that I can never die because of the periaptive wound closure. Just a reminder for me. And uncanny dodge. Oh. Heal twice doesn't really give you the proper description of what the periaptive wound closure does, I don't think. But it reminds her that she has it, Adam. Yeah. Oh, no. Dragon bait. Oh. Dragon bait takes a further six points of damage. As another critical hit, Bleeder, make a DC 12 constitution saving throw. On a failed save, you take a D4 damage for a D4 rounds. He will take that damage for three rounds. Good. You know, this is fine, Adam. This fight is going swimmingly. And by swimmingly, I mean swimming in bloodingly. We are swimming in blood. Welcome to the blood pool. Critical hit. Why didn't I heal? I don't know. Well, actually, to be honest, I thought the move of rod thing would work, so I wouldn't need to heal. <laughs> Pop, everything goes black. Oh. Pop collapses as a blow knocks him about the head. Can't wait to go find his dead mum and piss on her head. And then Dragon Bait bears the full blunt brunt of two more blows. The Yonti Pure Blood Champion destroys Dragon Bait. Dragon Bait gets cut once and his hand is nearly severed. Then Dragonbait gets run through. Dragonbait is still standing, but he's swaying on his oh, feet. Okay. You opened that with destroys. Tiffany and Artis Simber. Can Artis cone anyone else? Not without hitting an ally now. Okay. Cool and good. Okay. Um, Artis Simber is going to oh, go over and try and stabilize Pop. Pop is stabilized. Am I alive? Yep. He's no longer bleeding out. 
Artis can't grant him hit points, but he can stop him from so long as uh, as long as Pop doesn't take any more damage, he will he'll be fine. Well, Here, that's good. I'm okay. Give you Pop a die. Yes. Every round, you may roll that die, and if you get a twenty, you come back on a hit point. Okay. What do you want to do, Tiffany? I would like to. You can attack the Broodguard attacking Dragon, Dragon Bait. Bait. Yep. That would probably be the smartest thing to do right now. And you get your sneak attack on that one. That's exactly what I was going to say. It really was. I felt like the first time I'd been clever. You attack with Green Flame Blade and you hit. Hey! Tiffany, this one is going to hurt. Yes. Them. Them. Good. Oh. Tiffany, you deal 40 points of damage. Ah! I love being a rogue. How good is it, you lucky uncanny Dodger, you stab the broodguard in the back, spearing its heart and dragging your rapier out. The broodguard collapses. Um, as he's falling in front of me, I want to go, take that. The last thing the broodguard hears is that hissed in the back of his ear. He dies in confusion. Good. <laughs> that means when you get to the afterlife, you don't know where to go. <laughs> <laughs> get a good boy card. That's funny. That's a good line. <laughs> <laughs> and just dying and be like, so, uh, heaven, hell. Oh, um, I, um, I died in confusion, so I don't know. Is somewhere closer? No. Oh, mm. I just have to pick a path. Yeah. Oh, I feel like I should take the stairs going up, but also maybe that's a trick. Hey, if someone were to succeed on a saving throw, say with a good boy card, mm. would that give him a hit point? I'd allow it. The tabaxi, both of, you'll have to wait for his turn. Uh. Both of the tabaxi go in on one of the broodguard and attack from either side. The broodguard looks almost panicked, seeing two predatory-like cats stalking at it from either direction. The cats hiss and snarl and, and strike in tiny little bursts here and there. It's like watching a, a a herd of lionesses bring down a water buffalo. They deal 19 points of damage. Then it's Pop and Dragon Bait's turn. Pop, you get a hit point, but hey. it's at the end of your turn. So you're just <clears throat> you're just conscious, basically. Yeah, what yeah, would you yeah. like Dragon Bait to do? Is he fighting Broodguard or that, that Broodguard's dead? The Broodguard behind him is dead. He's fighting the champion. I need I just want him to retreat, actually, get out of the out of the champion's range. All right. He will take. Oh no, attacks opportunity, right? Oh, no, no, because no, of his bleeding. He takes 12 points of damage in total. And because on the D10 he rolled maximum, that one is going to keep going for another five rounds. <clears throat> Trying to do math in my head, but Dragon Bait's in fucking trouble. That's all I do know. So you want Dragon Bait <clears throat> to just back up? I think so. Just so that the champion can't hit him again and absolutely murder him. All right, that would mean that you were the only one next to the champion. Just but letting you know. He thinks I'm dead. If if Dragon Bait backs up, he's probably going, uh, who's the closest to him now? Actually, that would be Artis Sembra now. Oh, Artis. Oh, no. He attacks Artis Sembra. Uh. He steps over you, Pop, to attack Artis Sembra. Well, that's just not cricket, Artis Sembra says, before a sword <clears throat> hits him in the face. You know, for the amount of times he's said that, we've never actually found out what cricket is. I told you it's a game where men hit each other with bats. Ah, uh. Simber takes 56 points of damage and collapses. That's a lot. That's a lot. Love how we saved one friend for another to die. But that friend has a magical ring we can steal. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
I have been foreshadowing this since day one. Yeah. If that guy is dead, I am taking his ring. Yeah, except if you take it, I know it's going in a museum. But we can use it. Yeah, now we can. Eventually, it'll go in a museum. The first sword blow gives Artis Simba what hopefully one day will be a dashing-looking scar across his face. Unfortunately, right now, it just looks like, oh my god, so much blood. Holy shit, that's a lot of blood. Artis Simba holds half of his face in his hands before the champion runs him through with the sword. Artis Simba collapses. Oh no. And then, just for good measure... <sighs> the champion recovers 20 hit points. Huh. And then the Broodguard fight. Oh my gosh. One of the Broodguard attacks you, Tiffany. Oh, well, let me preemptively uncannily dodge that. All right, well, we'll see. First attack is a hit, so you'll uncanny dodge that one. Second attack is a miss. Third attack is a miss. So you uncannily dodge... For only one point of damage, Tiffany. Hey, hey! Isn't it good to know you have this ability? Yeah, isn't it good to know that I've, I've had that since the entire time? <laughs> Pop uh, and dragon bait. How many hit points am I on? One. You said the guy stepped over me. Mm-hmm. How is he stepped over me? And is he wearing what I imagine is a kilt? Uh, he wears a loincloth. He's already past you. Oh, so I can't. You want to hit him up in his I was going to be like balls. You could. You can do that, sure. A movable rod in the scrote. All right. <laughs> Actually, nah, because I won't do anything. Critical hit. <laughs> <laughs> I just jammed an incredible, uh, an immovable rod into his gooch. Stunning blow. He can't pull it out. Maximum damage on the target must make a DC 14 constitution saving throw. On a failed save, the target is stunned. I'm going <laughs> to up the DC to 18 because, sure, why not? <laughs> yes. I think he's still going to pass, unfortunately. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him, Adam. Yeah, I'm sorry. He still passes. I you... can't believe you gave me a win and then immediately took it away, like... My dad or something. I'm, <laughs> you deal 15 points of damage. Buck up, kiddo. I wanted him stunned. Smoke him up. They're good. <laughs> also, Adam, that was the immovable rod. Yes. So. You lock it into place. I don't know how hampered he will actually be by that. He can step off. What? <laughs> the rod doesn't move. No. And he can. You've jammed it up into his gooch. He can just slide off. He has to pull it out. You can't move it. No, he can't pull it out. He's, he can get off of the rod. It would hurt. Yeah, Adam, You make it, a convincing point there. It would hurt. <clears throat> he would hurt himself getting off the rod. Dragon Bay takes another four points of damage. What would you like Dragon Bay to do? Attack him. Dragon Bay charges forwards and attacks. I'm so sorry. Dragon Bay is huffing and puffing, but this boy, this house is not getting blown in. That's your turn. It's his turn now. Cass. Yes? Should have healed. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I need to write at the top of my page. He gets a critical hit on dragon bait. Oh, no. Bleeder again. Make a DC 14 constitution saving throw on a failed save. Take a D6 damage at the beginning of your turn for the next D6 rounds. He fails. Holy shit. Dragon bait is... Dragon Beat has no blood left. He's been 
Exsanguinated. Wow. Dragon Bait takes 41 points of damage. That's a lot, Dragon Bait. Dragon Bait collapses. That's understandable, Dragon Bait. Dragon Bait's going to... Oh, no. Oh, no. What? On his next turn, Dragon Bait's going to keep bleeding out. Oh. Dragon Bait's actually going to die on his next turn. Unless I get to him? I don't know if even that will help at this point. You'll need to heal him more than the damage he will still take anyway. Can I stabilize him, though? No, it's at the start. Unless you stabilize him. I could stabilize him. No, stabilizing isn't enough. He needs actual healing magic. Ah. Yes. Dragon Bait will actually die in a round. He just hasn't died yet. There's actually nothing you can do. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. The Broodguards attack. Cass. We failed Dragon Bait. Tiffany, you get attacked. Uncannily dodge. You only take four points of damage instead of eight from the bite, but the claw you can't stop and you take six points of damage from that. Oh. Tiffany and Artis. Tiffany, you, because you are linked right now through combat with Artis, know that Artis is just feigning. I was going to surprise you with that. I had a happy surprise ready for you. Artisimber just took a grievous bodily wound, but he was allowed to make a bluff check to pretend to die. So he will catch the enemy unawares and it will be uh, flat-footed. He gets advantage on any actions against the enemy this round. That's amazing. Yes. Um, However, he took a lot of fucking damage. Can he cone anyone? Not without hitting a friend. Although, at this point, actually, one of those friends is kind of dead anyway. Okay, so Artis is going to cone the champion. He will hit Dragon Bait. Dragon Bait still won't die immediately. There would be that percentage chance roll. But with the extra damage that he's going to take at the start of his turn, he was going to die anyway. Yeah. This is just kind of starting that early. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. You want to do that? Yep, he's going to cone and at least... The champion fails. (sighs) Thank God. But Dragon Bait will also fail. Do you know what sucks? It's like just like just knowing that yeah. we could have saved him three or four times over. And by we, Cass, <laughs> I mean me. I know. I know you mean you, Tom, because I have nothing I can do. The champion and Dragon Bait take 40 points of damage. Dragon Bait isn't dead, but he just received two failed saving throws. Tiffany, what would you like to do? Now, see, I have an immovable rod. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Am I able to try and jam from the mouth, perhaps by using dragon bait to bounce off of? Uh, you can try. Do it, Cass. It's the sickest He's thing ever. He's not dead yet, so maybe he can give me a boost. <laughs> he is actually unconscious right now. Maybe I can just jump on pop then. Actually, you know what? No, you, he can give you a boost, sure. Okay, so dragon bait's going to give me a boost, and I'm going to try and sh- jam the immovable rod down this man's throat. So it's a critical hit. And in addition to a critical hit, it is a sneak attack as well because you have pop on the other side. <laughs> I love that we're taking him down with immovable rods. I'm also going to take is, my immovable rod back. Is he still on the other immovable rod? He's not really on that other one. It was just knocked into his ghoulies. Yeah, from the bottom. He's I like an it. ice cream stick. He's like an ice cream cone. No, it's not stuck into him. It's just pressing into him. Okay. And I put so him now in him. he'll be stuck. You put him in, in him as hard as you could. Stunning blow, maximum damage, and the target must make a DC 16 constitution saving throw. On a failed save, the target is stunned. He fails this time. Yes! (laughs) You should be surprised. You're eating Rod now. Rod is your dinner. (laughs) You deal 30 
eight points of damage, and he is stunned. What horrid fate is about to befall Dragon Bait? Find out next time on Once Upon a Time in Zombie Plagued Chops. Thanks for listening. If you want to help support this show and all the other shows on the Sandspans Radio Network, just head to sandspansradio.com and consider joining the Sandspans Plus community. There's over 20 bonus shows, a Sandspans Plus Discord, exclusive video content, and discounts on merch. Just head to sandspansradio.com and follow the links. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, fellow adventurer. If you're picking up what we're putting down and want more D&D content, we have just what you need to scratch that itch. D&D is for Nerds Plus, the symbol, not the word, where you can listen to select campaigns that were once only available to Sanspans Plus members. The further adventures of the Grey Hill Free Company if you want shorter campaigns with beautiful guests, and D&D is for Nerds, not Ognot, where all our non-canon D&D adventures go to rest. Just search for D&D is for Nerds on your favorite podcast app of choice and join us on this epic quest of D&D podcast discovery.